Welcome to the Wrestle Down. My name is Jared Palapal, Twitter.com Swing Dingling Gang. And this uh, week, I'm joined by my good friend, Alicia Siegel. How you doing, buddy? What up, what up? How's it going, Jeff? It's going pretty good. Pretty good. I had a tiring day, but I am glad to be chatting wrestling over here, you know? Yeah. How you doing? About the same. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it is, it's rough out there. <laughs> it is uh, not an easy time, but yeah. uh, hey, at least we're working, right? Yeah, we're, we're working through the, the G1 tournament of life. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, God. So... Yeah, so we, uh, my normal co-host, Dennis Bruto, is out for the week, uh, but we are going to charge ahead and talk about some fucking wrestling, which is, you know, it's what life is, man. Uh, <laughs> as long, it's, it's our best window to other parts of the world <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> oh, God. It's also, like, literally my only, like, outlet for of any kind right now. <laughs> like... <laughs> Damn, same. <laughs> it's I used to go to the gym. I used to like hang out with friends. Like now, it's nothing. It's just wrestling. Yeah, I know. I just if I didn't watch stuff with my girlfriend, it would just be wrestling. Otherwise, yeah, it's sometimes sometimes Supergirl, but other yeah. times it's mostly wrestling. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we both. Uh, I haven't watched any NXT for a while, but we both tuned into the main event of NXT Takeover Thirty One. Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn Balor. Um, yeah, what well, have you have you been keeping up with NXT at all since pandemic started? No, I gotta say, I I don't think I missed an episode of NXT until they um, moved to the Performance Center. Same, yeah. And uh, I don't know, it just hasn't it hasn't uh, hooked me like it used to. Yeah, I mean, I think um, those early episodes where they just had no crowd. And it was yeah. just dead quiet between every move. Uh, yeah. Just really made it hard to care. And then once you stop caring, it's like, well, there's, you know, 800 other companies you can watch who are doing a better job uh, right. presenting the thing. So, yeah, this I, I watched this one based on you saying that it was a must-watch. And I, I think you said that based on the internet reaction. Uh, what'd you think? I mean, it's a brutal match. It's yeah. really... <laughs> it's a really good match. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think it's too bad it was in that environment with that piped in noise and yeah. uh, that weird screen. Yeah, um, I think it was it was like the the bargain basement version of the Thunderdome mm-hmm. and yeah. Raw Underground, both like combined into a weird thing yeah. where there was like plexiglass with bar or with cage around it for like the wrestlers who were watching the show. And then above them, there was like a very large TV screen with a very, very busy Zoom meeting. Yeah. Did you see, did you hear the rumor that it was supposed, they were supposed to start a show called NXT Underground? I heard that. Yeah. And yeah. then I guess, I don't know, it ended up being Raw Underground instead. Whatever, man. I'm happy with <laughs> Raw. I actually kind of like Raw Underground. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it comes back soon. <laughs> I guess they can't because of the the breakout they had. But soon, the only thing we'll, that will be breaking out is uh, fists breaking <laughs> out of faces. <laughs> hey, look, that's what happens when you run a sloppy shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, getting back to that match, like it's it's fun to see that style of match um, in WWE. You know. 
Um, yeah, again, it's like hit. such a shame that it didn't get a live crowd. I know. Yeah. It was very hard hitting and like yeah. two really great wrestlers, um, just going at it and fucking hurting each other in ways yeah. that they probably didn't expect. Yeah. <laughs> Is there like confirmation? Like, did did Balor break his jaw? Is there confirmation? I, I don't know if that's like storyline or not. Like, yeah. I saw he tweeted that he broke his jaw in two places, yeah. um, and he's still the champion so as a boast, which is kind of fucked up considering, like, um, yeah. what's his name? Um, Karrion Cross lost the title for, like, what, a shoulder? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Finn Balor's out here like, yeah, fuck it, I can't even cut a promo right now, but <laughs> I'm going to stay champion forever. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> like he started holding his mouth at some point and I was like, Oh, that's where it happened. And then at the end of the match, his mouth was just bloody. It was like, Oh shit. Uh, yeah, that was not, not a great night for him, but a very good match. Yeah. I was, I thought actually that I knew there was an injury in that match, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I thought it was his knee. There's a point near the end where O'Reilly kicks the outside of his knee and like, and Ballard just crumbles. Yeah. I saw, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And like, that I mean, either it's a hell of a sell job or like something happened there too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was supposedly he got cut short because they both had like a couple injuries going, uh, which yeah. I believe completely. Um, man, he Balor just Kyle Riley bled from his mouth for most of the match, but uh, mm-hmm. Finn Balor was like, "No, I'm I'm the veteran. I'm gonna bleed even more <laughs> in much less time." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What uh? What did you? What did you? What were your takeaways from that match? My takeaway was first off, uh, fucking. I hope they figure out the presentation situation because that you're right. That yeah. is distracting. I think it was also distracting because I don't think uh, who's the what the uh, Phillips or whatever is who's the main announcer or Vic whatever whoever the main the vanilla guy is and Beth yeah. Phoenix and Wade Barrett were all, like doing commentary, but it didn't look like any of them ringside. And every time the camera went to that angle, I was like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, yeah, <laughs> you see that. Cause like the, the, there were, there were two men and a lady over there. Uh, but one of the, the lady had like Sasha Banks, 2017 hair. And <laughs> it was, so was it, was it even Vic? Cause I know Vic was in the building and the other two yeah. weren't. Was it even Vic Joseph? I have no idea. I don't remember. And also I found that his like commentary sounded like it was echoing. Like he wasn't yeah. on a bike when he was like on a bullhorn or something like that. So it was like all the production things were very distracting. But like my takeaway yeah. from like uh, just the match being the match was like fucking awesome. You know, I'm yeah. we're spoiled a little bit by the G1, but that like would fit right in. You can slide that one into, you know, any of the nights that we've watched and you know, no one would notice. Um, just a very hard hitting, fast paced thing. Uh, gotta love like Kyle Riley getting time to shine too. Yeah, I mean he's he's great. He's amazing. Yeah, uh, uh, you know I, I think anyone that's like watched Japan or Ring of Honor, like they know they know what he's capable of. Yeah, but uh, it's it's good to see him get that platform. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm hope that he continues on, even though I kind of get the feeling that it's just a filler while they figure out what the next thing to do is, because the yeah. roster's like beat up all um, all over. Yeah. I mean, I could see. I don't know what the. I didn't know who that guy was at the end that had 
Adam Cole over his shoulder? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah. I haven't watched enough NXT to know, so we'll see. Well, I, don't, I guess Adam Cole could use a Wardlow. That's <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> just there's. They're a small faction, the Undisputed Era. They're 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 not large men. Those four, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you get you know who knows? Maybe they were like, oh, we've been struggling to meet uh, AEW's numbers on Wednesdays. Uh, yeah. The the missing link, the secret sauce. It's Wardlow. Wardlow. <laughs> you need a big man. Mm. the little man's. <laughs> He's a yeah yeah. He's very dapper, that that one. Yeah, he looks. He dresses very well. <laughs> I love his pairing. There's a sidebar, but I love, yeah. I love the look of him and MJF together. Yeah, I think it's just it's just the aesthetics are perfect. Yeah, he like MJF looks like a smarmy like you know piece of shit, and yeah. uh, Wardlow looks like a bouncer who was stuffed into a smarmy piece of shit like outfit. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's kind of cute in a way. <laughs> it is. I gotta watch AEW tonight. Um, God, uh, so you said that you have been keeping up with the ROH Peer Tournament. Yeah, that is like a nice little little hidden gem right now. Nice. Is it uh, like I have not kept up with ROH at all? Is that free on um, YouTube? It's free on ROH whatever their website is. Okay. ROH.com. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I just think it's a really smart presentation. Like, you know, you can't, when we can't have fans, there's no reason to do a, a big show. You know, yeah. you don't need big entrances. You don't need pyro. Uh, you don't need people playing to the fans. Yeah. Um, to do the pure tournament and go back to the pure rules and just have a purely sports-based, pardon the pun, but like a purely sports-based presentation, uh, it just makes so much sense right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like a lot of companies were kind of doing that, or at least scaling down, not to the extent that ROH did uh, from yeah. what I've seen, but like definitely scaling down is a good idea in these like times. Like, you know, Impact's doing a good job with that too, just, you know. They've got a little bit more pizzazz to them, but it is, they're not playing to the audience. You know, they're just filming a TV show. Uh, who's been like standouts in the Pure Tournament? Fred Yehai is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'd seen a little bit. Yeah, I'd seen a little bit of his work in Evolve. Um, and I think he's leveled up. He was like, he, he really impressed me. Nice. Um, the, uh, you know, I'm not a big Kenny King fan. Actually, right. I really don't like either guy in this match, but Kenny King and um, uh, Josh Woods. Oh, right. um, Josh Woods has been teaming with um, with Silas Cole, oh, and he's kind of a goofy, goofy guy. Yeah, I've never, um, I've never watched his stuff. Yeah, his. Yeah. You can tell he's got an MMA background. Okay, but he's but he's got a goofy personality, um, and. Uh, Really smooth in the ring. Um, and Kenny King, who I'm not a huge fan of, but he was the first guy to sort of not take the pure rules seriously. Yeah. Um, he didn't cheat, but um, he didn't he, he didn't show as much respect to the pure rules as everybody else did. Right. Um, and made for a really good match. Nice, yeah. yeah. Get some like fresh matchups that way. 
Hey, everybody. We had some uh, technical difficulties at this part of the show, but uh, we fought through them, much like everyone in the New Japan G1 tournament has fought through their own issues. Uh, apologize for the interruption, and let's go back to the show. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to leave about the uh, ROH Peer Tournament, which I will check out when I uh, get a chance? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find a background that's not so serial killer-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like such a oh. typical wrestling fan. Motherfucker. Um, forgot to turn off my music. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think the tournament's great. Um, it um, It's the perfect presentation for for the empty we'll call it the empty arena era okay uh, uh totally sports based no big entrances no um all the promos are pre-tapes so no one's like playing that. to the yeah um and i was saying like josh woods has really impressed me um fred yehi um jonathan gresham who's like I respect Jonathan Gresham a lot, yeah. But uh, not every format is perfect for him, and this is obviously a perfect format. Totally, for him. yeah. I've like really loved seeing him in person, and then mm-hmm. like haven't been blown away by seeing him in like New Japan or elsewhere. Yeah. So that yeah, you're right. Like a pure, just like bare bones. Here's wrestlers go at it. Kind of uh, presentation is probably the best for him. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, he's going to go to the finals. Like, it's built for him. Yeah, yeah. But him and Yehi are going to have a banger before <laughs> before it gets there. So. Sweet. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Uh, when's the finals, you know? Um, I don't know. They're taking it pretty slow. Um, okay. I think last week was, this week was the, this was the last of the preliminaries. So, okay. Um, I think there's, to, there's probably three or four more weeks of it. Wow! All right, yeah, that's a good, it's a good length. Yeah, it's yeah. a good time for uh, wrestling tournaments, man. I uh, I burnt myself out on them with the uh, Stardom, TJPW, and DDT all doing some at the same time uh, last or two months ago. Uh, and now we're in the thick of the biggest one. Uh, you ready to talk G one? Let's do it. Oh hell Let's yeah, man! Yeah, I'm. I think I'm behind because you said you had just finished Evil versus Juice, yeah, uh, which I have not watched. So I think okay. I think that's that might even be like the next match I'm watching. I don't uh, remember where I left off, but yeah, uh, hit me with a hot take, man. I think you got you you you're in our <laughs> chats. You you got some hot takes. I I fucking love hearing them. <laughs> <laughs> I think Naito, I I love him. Yeah, but he has so many main event stinkers. <laughs> yeah, and he's like he's not the best wrestler in the company. No, not by far. Like the best wrestler in the company gets the best matches out of everybody. You know. Yeah. And, like there's a reason that Tanahashi and Okada, and to a lesser extent Kenny, held the belt. You know, have like dominated the belt. Um, it's because they don't have stinkers. Yeah. Uh, and Naito like has absolute he has brilliant matches and then he has absolute stinkers. <laughs> There's nothing in between. <laughs> yeah. Like the, I thought the match with Sonata from 2 days ago was god awful. 
I and liked it towards the end. The end. I did. liked it towards the end. Yeah. But like, don't, don't lie. <laughs> what I think, I think it's all Sonata though. Is the reason I like, I kind of get into his like trying to overcome this like slump he's in. Uh, mm. I don't think it's, I think the problem with Naito, I mean, first off, maybe, he, maybe he's just not built to be on top. Maybe that was the problem when he fucking got rejected by the fans years ago. Um, okay. Also like he's, his arc from like returning from Mexico onward has just been like this underdog thing. And now he's mm-hmm. on top and like, we've seen the natural end of his, his storyline. So now right. like, what is there to root for just him to be the double champion forever? Like there's not much there. So it's hard to get invested. I have, I find it hard to get invested in his matches, um, especially in like this tournament where I a don't think he's going to win, but also yeah. B he's being given these like 25 minute slots to just fucking do his thing. Yeah. Are but you able to hear my is, girlfriend's uh, workout happening at the other room? Is that what that is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'll try to figure out how to get turn the game down on my mic here. <laughs> like sounded like snake charmer music or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I, it's not that he's a bad wrestler, of course no. not. Like, of course he's an amazing wrestler, but the chemistry is so hot and cold with him. Yeah. That, like, I don't, I really don't, like, he doesn't have good matches with Suzuki. <laughs> yeah, that's the first yeah. thing. Um, I, I think the show I'm on is the one that he's going to wrestle Suzuki on. And, yeah. like, the announcers were like, oh, let's see what kind of luck Naito has against Suzuki. And my gut reaction was just, oh, no. <laughs> That's the end of my night. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, right now I'm in the middle of the match with um, Yoshihashi. Okay. It's fine. I, I, I can't really hate on that one. But, um, I, I mean, I was looking at, so he had the match with, I can't remember all his matches, but he had the match with Goto, which I almost skipped. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think I told uh, you, I think you could, like, you could have told me Naito and Goso had a match that was like 20 minutes long. And then I could have told you everything that happened in that match within like a minute and a half yeah. of like a margin of error. Yeah. I mean, Goto also, I mean, God love him, but he's a very predictable wrestler. His yeah. matches are very like paint by numbers, I think. Um, and, uh, uh, there's no, there's nothing to invest in with a match with Naito. Like, what's the story there? Yeah, uh, yeah. He doesn't have a a set goal for if he wins. Yeah. Like, who's he gonna challenge? Just evil again? Like, <laughs> you know he's not winning, right? Like, yeah. Are we talking about Goto or Naito? Naito. Well, <laughs> first off, you know Goto's not winning. Uh, <laughs> but Naito. Imagine if Goto pulled it off, though. <laughs> They were, just, they were just like, the Tokyo Dome's like a third capacity this year. Fuck it. <laughs> give it to Goto. <laughs> Finally give it to Goto. <laughs> yeah. No, I know Naito's not winning, but there's no, like, he doesn't have a set, like, goal, you know? To, like, it almost would have been better if they had left the belts on evil. Yeah. And then Naito has to win the G1. Like they gave him a reason to have to win the G one. Yeah, know? and then he has to like re earn the belts like the quote unquote right way. 
like winning right. that, actually winning the G1, winning the Wrestle Kingdom main events. Uh, yeah. Everything stacked against him. You know, it's a, that's a nice storyline that they could have milked for a little while. Yeah. Especially since, I mean, last year he kind of backed into it. Like, yeah. He lost the Intercontinental belt. Did he, did he come in as champion? I don't Yeah. Uh, Wrestle so. Kingdom? No. Yeah. He hadn't. Wait, did he come in? No, he didn't come in as. I don't remember who came in as the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, maybe it was Jay White. I, it was. <laughs> no, because Jay White and... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Jay White. You're right. Yeah, and then Naito won it back from him and then yeah. beat Okada the next night. Okay, there we go. Yeah. We remember yeah. things from 10 years we ago. <laughs> Pre-COVID times. Longest year ever. Um, yeah, like his whole story last year was weird, and then, but it paid off, and like in the end, it felt good. Like it felt good watching him win the double yeah. championship at at Wrestle Kingdom. But right. and you know, it's tough to like, it's tough to hold this year against anybody, right? But right, uh, there's not a whole lot of highlights from from this title reign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. For up until he lost it. I was like, okay, well, you know, he won it. And then he had an overlong match against Kenta. Who's also kind of hit or miss sometimes, uh, these days. And then COVID struck. And then he was out for like three months and then he has a match with evil. And, uh, then I was like, okay, well he had a a short reign, whatever. And now it's kind of like, okay, we're nine shows deep in the G one. And I'm not like, I wouldn't put any of his matches over four stars at most. If I, no. you know, the Tanahashi one probably being the best one. Yeah, I mean, he has great chemistry with Tanahashi, you know, but yeah. so does everybody. Yes, yeah, that's what makes Tanahashi great. <laughs> right. But makes Okada great. Yeah. I think, especially, I mean, I knew I was going to not like the Goto match, but I was really looking forward to the Sonata match. And it was sloppy and long and boring. And like, did you, did it? I don't know. <laughs> did you watch it with the English or Japanese commentary? Oh, did I, I think I watched that one with the English commentary. Okay. Because I couldn't, I know like throughout the match, Rocky Romero was like, there's something a little off about Sonata tonight. And like, yeah. I couldn't tell if that was like an intentional thing. Cause he's like fighting his friend. And also he's like in this, this slump uh, going yeah. 0 and three for the first three matches, or if it's just like they were fucking sloppy and have no chemistry. Yeah. Like a lot of Naito opponents seem not to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there, there were some ugly, you know, ugly botches and they did that thing that I can't stand in wrestling. When the, when you botch the move and then you just go right back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I think like when when he tried to like go for a, he tried to do some kind of reversal into the, um, what's it called? The skull end, I think. And then like they messed it up and then they just went right back to it. I think it was Mm -hmm. one of those things that happened. Like, Oh, I can't. Oh, here's my other hot take. Okay. (laughs) Destino is a stupid finisher. Wow, that is a, that's a hotter take than Naito not having a good reign. <laughs> if, uh, it's too complicated, and he, like it's he looks old doing it. Like he doesn't look like it hurts. It just looks know, like he's doing a backflip. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a reverse DDT. I think it looks. I think it looks good no matter who does it. <laughs> I don't know. First of all, the fact that the running Destino is is <laughs> yeah. somehow less effective than the standing Destino. This makes no sense. <laughs> and it just doesn't, it's so clunky. Like it, it, the way he gets into that, it's one of those moves to me, like the Don Prettier, yeah. like the, it just doesn't, the skull end too, like the, like how they get into that move kills the move for me. Oh man, that's interesting. I, I'm fine with it because, because the running one exists and usually the running yeah. one winds up being like running one, then a pin and then a setup for another one usually winds up being the uh, closing like sequence. So I'm yeah. fine with it. But I do think, yeah, when he twists the arm and it's more powerful for some reason, it does not make sense. You're right about that. You're right <laughs> that the running, you would think the running one with more momentum to it would probably be more uh, effective. But you're right. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a fine finisher. And, you know, it's definitely, it's, the, I think it's, not my favorite finisher in New Japan, but I mean, all of my bottom like New Japan finishers are all submission finishers, so it is kind of somewhere in the middle for me. Uh, okay, but it certainly doesn't stick out as as bad as like Skull End or uh, the Butterfly Lock is something that like just stops the match dead or the Money Clip. Right. Money Clip, that's another clunker. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing that kills it for me is that half his opponents, uh, half of Okada's opponents, can't remember how it goes yeah so like half the time he's like just putting on a regular cobra clutch and it, right. the announcers are just like he can he can do that move from behind or in front <laughs> what? it's just a versatile move <laughs> and really it's just yeah, like, actually, yeah i don't know what the storyline is there like are they waiting they like he won't do a rainmaker till they have full capacity crowds or something or like i don't know <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not sure i haven't uh yeah i haven't been able to glom onto what the specific storyline is that my thinking is that he wants to change up his game to get back into like you know uh, a more dominant position that he was in uh right. or challenge himself because he's so good i don't know but it's not working yeah. uh both in terms of match quality or um fucking uh, in terms of winning yeah tournament. yeah it's not it, it's 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 not telling a clear story by any yeah. means but I, and he didn't even beat like suzuki with it like he beat suzuki with a roll-up yeah like, right <laughs> uh, like i yeah. think that's how you get a you you can get a submission finisher over if you i mean it's hard to get suzuki to tap but wouldn't that be how you get a submission finisher over yeah, when you you know get Suzuki to tap, or I liked when he got Hiromu to pass out in that match, yeah. which was also I think the last time he did the Rainmaker. Okay. Yeah, a, a real one, not like the rolling one that you know kind of sucks. Right. One second, my cat is doing things. <laughs> you like. He hates when there's we have two rooms and he wants yeah. access to both of them at all times. Uh, of course, <laughs> it, it makes sense. Uh, it's, it's his home as much as it is mine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, what do you think are the clear storylines that are being told uh, this uh, G one? Um, 
it's a good question. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I would have thought coming in, I would have thought it would have been the Ibushi show. Yeah. Well, me too. Um, but it, but it's not. Um, a thing I'm noticing is that the guys who you would expect to like have like huge G ones, like Ibushi, yeah. uh, Ishii, uh, Sonata, probably. Yeah, Okada, like they're all kind of just, they're kind of de-emphasized this year in a weird way. Yeah. Like they're not really having got, every, all of them have like a standout match. Like even Shingo's kind of losing more than I would expect. Yeah. It's really weird. Although he's, he's, I mean, you know, it's funny because with, if you take like that middle class of guys, like the Shingo's, the Ishii's, uh, the Jeff Cobb's, it's like, yeah. You don't expect them to win every match, right? So, I like I watch their matches for the for the match quality. Yeah, and I, I grade. I, I guess I grade it on a different scale. You know, right? I'm just. Saying, I think Shingo's having. Yeah, I just think they're like they're not having the kind of breakout tournaments that you would expect. You know, like last year it was just like every Ishii match was like, oh shit, this guy's amazing, or like the same with Ibushi. But this year it's kind of like. Every couple nights, there would be one that where you're like, fuck yeah, that was awesome. But uh, for the most part, they're all kind of in the middle. And the guys who are like really leaving an impression, at least for me, are like Yoshihashi or Taichi. Or um, yeah. I mean, Yano, you expect to, but like in a different way because he's actually winning out this time. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think part of it's the crowd. Yeah, that's true. Part of it's just that they can't, you know. You're not getting the the big oohs and ahs. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, there's definitely like if there's no clear. It doesn't feel like anyone's being elevated. No okay. one's getting like the, the rocket strapped to them. You know. Right. Which is. Mm. Yeah. Um, who do you think? Even gonna... like evil. Like evil looks like a mid Carter again. Oh yeah, evil's know? like dropped back to like below where he was before he turned in some ways. Yeah. Like yeah. just just because like he's what's he well, what's his points right now? If they're spoiling me on Juice and Evil, I don't. Uh... Um, he beats Juice, so he's at, yeah. maybe he's at six points, something like that. Okay, yeah, a lot of people are like like six points. It's a very even field. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, the fact that he's not. He's not at like a recent former champion level of points, you know, mm-hmm. and like the fact that it, he's kind of in the middle of the pack and has to cheat a ton yeah. to win mm-hmm. kind of makes him look a little bit like a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, and it doesn't seem to mean anything to beat him. No. You know, like I, for, I forget who has the wins over him, but it doesn't seem to really matter. No, yeah, it's just random kind of so far. Yeah, it's not it's not like you beat evil and then you're, you know, immediately in title contention. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It hasn't like the the tournament hasn't like sucked me in. I think the young lions have been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> like the most emotional investment I've had for this G one was when the Lions wins would draw. Yeah. There's <laughs> I, another another draw today. The um Oh. Um, Fuji and um, um, uh, the other Japanese young lion. <laughs> There's only um, the three. I should know. Oh, yeah. Uh, you <laughs> <Uemura>. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. Did you see Suji bust out the uh, the, the running senton? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're all showing off some good moves, you know, in yeah. the limited moves set that they have. It's really cool. I've enjoyed watching Game of Kid. Yeah. It's kind of like, also, I'm just happy because I thought he had like a neck injury or something, but it uh, must not have been major. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I vaguely remember reading that like before the G1 started, like as the announcements were happening. Okay. Why is he in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, you're right. He's an LA dojo guy. Maybe he just, yeah. maybe just visited the, the main dojo at the wrong time. And then everything clamped down. <laughs> Got stuck. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming Shibata is in Japan. I don't know. I have no idea. But um, maybe, maybe he's getting some one-on-one time with Shibata. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I thought I I would have thought he was in uh, L.A. at the L.A. Uh, dojo, but I don't know. I guess he's just didn't show up on the that Young Lion show they they've been doing every Friday. Then, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I would have heard about it if he did. So, yeah, who knows he's off camera now. <laughs> handsome brain broken boy poor guy <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was uh so we got, i guess we got off on a bit of a tangent but i don't i really don't know like what what they're building towards at all like to me like the standouts have been shingo yeah um i, I don't think he has a prayer of winning but i i do think jeff cobb is is showing a lot more this year than he did last year. I agree. Yeah. I've been liking his matches a lot. Yeah. He's more, he was, I don't know if he was holding stuff back last year or he just wasn't as good, <laughs> but, yeah. um, uh, but he's definitely like impressed me more this year than last year. Yeah. There's definitely, uh, I've been impressed by like, I've been happy that they've given him some like decent sized wins too. Some like surprises that like yeah. he beat evil and Shingo, I think. Medieval, maybe it was someone yeah. else. Yeah, but yeah, that's a oh no. It was a, Jay White and Shingo are the ones I'm thinking about. Uh, the other bullets. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of his. Thanks to Lucha Underground, I'm always hoping that he you know busts out. Especially, it might be because I think he has like a longer term deal with New Japan this time around. Oh yeah, he's like it. he's signed. Yeah, he's a He was probably just like there for the month or whatever it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, who is anybody? Is there a clear front runner to you? No, not right now. I think my gut is still saying that Jay White at least gets real close if he doesn't yeah. win at all, um, or Osprey, which I wouldn't be happy about. But I think like <laughs> I forgot all about Osprey. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> A lot of guys are at like six points, and it feels like they're lining everybody up to just be at six points, you know, show 15 or whatever before right. things start to like clear up. They definitely, I completely forgot about Osprey. He's <laughs> definitely getting a, getting a push. I, yeah. I think um, he's, he faces Okada on the last night, I Indeed. believe. Yeah. So I, I'm sure that'll be for the block. Right. Um, and that's probably where we get, I think the, the Osprey heel turn. I think we get, um, I think we probably get an Osprey heel turn. Uh, and I'm sure Okada will do a rainmaker 
to like show just how worthy of an opponent Osprey is. Um, yeah, I think it was it was probably the part of the reason I think that he's gonna win it is because he's the only guy who's gotten a promo like mid show in a long yeah. time. Like just as yeah. a turn promo that didn't say anything, but it was like, oh shit, they're giving this guy time to talk to an audience that doesn't understand him. Right. In the least. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, uh, I completely forgot. Yeah. <laughs> he was in front of it. <laughs> if you listen to the, if, with the Japanese commentary, they're really behind him. Yeah. Um, Milano loves him. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I, I love Milano's alliances. <laughs> The things that he loves. Milano is like when I know that he's doing commentary, it's like it's worth switching over to the Japanese. <laughs> just for him. Yeah, I uh, I watch I listen to the Japanese commentary whenever I'm like caught up, uh, and I watch English when I'm behind. Which system that works for me? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. He gets you caught up on storylines for sure to have the English commentary. Yeah, um, the Japanese guys but- are so excited for everything they bring a lot more energy it helps so much um with this like no crowd experience yeah low crowd experience really yeah especially like i don't know all their color their play-by-play guys but there's certain play-by-play guys that really bring the energy and then when milano and and liger are there too it's uh liger to do more yeah yeah more liger yeah (laughs) He did commentary for a stardom show that they did on YouTube and he was excellent at it. And since then I've been like, give me more, <laughs> more liger on commentary. What's that? Hashtag more liger on commentary. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Uh, it was for that, uh, that empty arena show, right? The stardom show. Yep. Yeah. 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 And every now and then, like there was a point, uh, <laughs> Where like you could see him in the stands just watching, but like with his mask on, <laughs> like in his like in like a Hawaiian shirt and shorts, just like watching a stardom match up in the upper bleachers. Dude's I a love fan. It. I love that's it. How, yeah, <laughs> that's how I want like Liger. I want Liger going to the supermarket in that mask. <laughs> yeah, I never want to see his face, even though mm. I've seen like eighty percent of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hundred if you add it all up together with all the matches that he's had a torn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh yeah. I guess um well this is another tangent. But... Go ahead, but it's all tangents here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Sasuke's like that, right? Like I mean he Sasuke like ran for government right. in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta protect their identities. <laughs> you never know who's hey, that man. <laughs> I love it. I love the links logo. Lunatics. Yeah, it's... uh, We've talked about this before, too, with the G1, how, like... Well, not on the air, just as friends, but how it's like you get really psyched at the beginning, and then there's a little bit of lull in the middle. Yeah. And then... um, once Once the, like... You start having the separation... And you see who's who are the point leaders, and like you can start doing like the fantasy booking of like how it's going to play out the last yeah. couple of nights. I think that's when it really, really gets exciting again. Right. Yeah, um, we're definitely in the lull period where it's like anyone sort of can, you know, not not a Yoshihashi, but certainly 
certainly anybody you, you'd expect to be a main eventer or a mid carter can like still pull up and win it. Um, right. So we'll see where we wind up with that. Um, I, yeah, I still think, I don't think Ibushi's going to win it. And I think I over, my picks are all over the place. They're not going too badly, but like they are all over the place because I kind of uh, wrote off Osprey and also thought that Ibushi was going to be a bigger deal. And then I realized, oh, he won it last year. Maybe that's why they're like deep pushing him this year. Right. That might be it. Plus your undying love for Yoshihashi. <laughs> I know. Well, okay. I took, I, I went with the odds there and I think I had them all with like all losses. And then for some reason, <laughs> yeah. The like one win I gave him in my picks was against Tanahashi, um, which was a stupid one <laughs> to choose. Maybe I next actually, year. <laughs> I might have given him like Yoshi uh, Tanahashi and like Jeff Cobb or something like that. Just someone else who would like, it probably wouldn't matter if he won. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, as much as I love Yoshihashi, I love him because he loses, uh, not because I hope for him to win. <laughs> right. Taichi, the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I want Taichi. I want Taichi Naito at the Wrestle Kingdom. That's a that's a pairing that has really? chemistry. <laughs> that's what you're, that's what you're pulling for. Uh, in hope, but not in like. It's not what I expect. Yeah, Taichi's great. Yeah. Taichi's amazing. I think he's a fantastic talent. I, I wonder if him beating Suzuki will be like a uh, passing of the torch in the long term. Yeah. Yeah. Taichi Gun. Suzuki Gun has, whenever they meet each other in G1, it's always a great match, whatever the pairing is. Yeah. It's just a talented group of guys, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're all great, talented, like, you know, yeah. good chemistry. Different styles, yeah. too, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. There's like a house style for them, which is awesome. Yeah. Want to hear my. Is my my Zack Sabre Jr. hot take? Yes. Oh, yeah. You teased this in the chat. And like, I, I wanted to... <laughs> so, okay. Here's why Zack Sabre... I love Zack Sabre Jr., but here's why he'll never be a true main eventer. Yeah. It's because his offense is indecipherable. Like, there's no... Um, I couldn't tell you what orienteering with Napalm Death looks like. <laughs> what it looks like. What it looks like when he's trying to lock it in. <laughs> what it actually looks like when it's locked in. <laughs> like there's nothing um his his offense is is it's like it's all it's jazz, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's very much a journey, not the destination guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like to be, I think, like a a solid main eventer, you have to you gotta have your five moves of doom and like they gotta be predictable. Yeah. On a certain level, people need to recognize when you're going for your finisher, when you're setting up your finisher. Yeah, I agree. Um, and uh, Zach's just too—he's—he's he's the windy man. Like he's too—I—I I just couldn't tell you. And it's different from like, say, I was thinking about it because like Yano is also unpredictable. I don't know what Yano's finisher is. I don't know if right. he has one. I think it's just <laughs> right. a low blow and a roll up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's like, he's fun because he's unpredictable, but he's also like, he's the court jester, right? So it's yeah. like, it's a different role. Whereas like, Zach is borderline, I mean, he, I think he can main event a show, but he's like borderline a uh, main eventer. Yeah. 
there's too much um, there's too many variables in his offense almost. I agree. Yeah, I can see that. Like you, you do need like you need that moment where Naito's running for the Destino, and then Okada turns it into a a, a tombstone pile driver or something like that. Like exactly. you need that moment where the audience is like, "Oh shit, it's gonna come!" And then you know, with Zach, it's just like, "Oh boy." Uh, how's his opponent going to get out of the submission hold? Oh, shit, it's another submission hold. Uh, he got yeah. out. <laughs> right. right. It's also maybe really like, hard. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, maybe with like down the road, if he turns face and he like simplifies his offense or something, like yeah, maybe then. But the, the, the ZSJ that we have right now, I don't think can be a main eventer. Yeah, I agree. The, the Zach driver is a start. Yeah, uh, he doesn't do it that much though. He definitely leans on the submissions way more, yeah. especially in this like this G one that's been weirdly uh, ground based. A lot of like submissions mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, hardcore wrestling going on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's a good hot take though. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree that like it, he's it's too much. Also, uh, like I mean, you got to have a move that you can yell to get over. Like both. Mm-hmm. English and uh, Japanese commentary, you know, like a rainmaker or like, right. you know, Destino, whatever. You can't do that with any of his moves. Um, no. As awesome and cool and fun as the names are all are. <laughs> I, I love how all his moves are named after like indie rock songs, yeah, right. but then he comes out to like jungle drum and bass. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just because he's English. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, He's a Brooklyn hipster who just happens to be English. Yeah, he, he was just born in the wrong country. Yeah. And then he traveled to the other wrong country. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, I think that should we should call it for the show, man. Uh, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah. Uh, don't follow me on Twitter because okay. I, I don't use it. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Check out my no. I got nothing to promote. I'm a failed comedian. I got nothing. <laughs> hey, uh, we're all failed just, comedians in this Zoom chat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone's hiring. Maybe check out my LinkedIn. Okay, check out look at police on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm Jared Pop on Swing Dingling on Twitch LinkedIn. and Twitter. Yeah, uh, I don't do much twitching, but I will when once I move. And I can set up a computer that isn't just like sitting on top of my dresser uh, while I'm standing over here. Uh, once I can sit down, uh, boy, howdy. I'm going to do some, some things on Twitch. Uh, Have you been standing this whole time? Oh, yeah. Iron I'm a, Man. I'm a big standing desk guy. So I actually, <laughs> I all, my, my work computer is also a standing desk. Um, but you can adjust. <laughs> this one I cannot really adjust in podcasts at the same time. It's, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working on it as I, I move back to Alston now that Somerville has yeah. chewed me up and spat me out. But, hey, happens, happens to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. It's been good talking to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, anytime. Next, uh, we'll have you back for sure. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. All right. See you later, dude.